Good evening. Good evening. If you would, open your Bibles to 1 Kings, chapter 18. We'll be looking at verse 21. One thing that we see repeated in both the Old Testament and the New Testament is that we cannot serve two masters. And if you think about it, it's not possible to do this. Think about if you had a job and you worked for this corporation and there were two CEOs. Well, what would happen? You would have conflicting ideas between the CEOs. Can you have two CEOs running the corporation? No. Only one can be the chief. Then think about something else. Can you have two managers? (coughs) Well, the managers would want you to do different things. You can't have two managers. They would contradict each other. And the same is true in our spiritual life. We can't have two masters. We can only have one. And this was a problem that was facing Israel, the northern kingdom of Israel. They were trying to serve Yahweh and Baal. And it had gotten so weird in the northern kingdom that they were actually mingling the worship together. They were trying to serve Yahweh and Baal at the same time, and they were mingling the worship. They were trying to worship them at the same time. They were adding parts of the different types of worship together. But you can't worship both. You can only worship one. And that's what we see Elijah telling the people of Israel. If you look at 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, it's written, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal be he, then go after him. And the people answered him, Not a word. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for this day that you provided. I thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings. And again, Lord, we just pray that you would be with us tonight as we worship. Just be with also those that are on the prayer list, Lord. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, we just thank you and praise you for all the blessings that you have given us and that you continue to give us. And Lord, I just pray that tonight as we worship, that you would just give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross. Let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray that you would bind down Satan and have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this verse, we see... Elijah's words to the people of Israel before he faces the prophets of Baal. Now, what was going on in the northern kingdom? If you go back to 
the beginning of 1 Kings, after the death of Solomon, you see the kingdom splits into two. Now, Ahab becomes king 61, 62 years after the split. So he was the king of the northern kingdom roughly 60 some odd years after the split of the two kingdoms. Now we can read about every king of the northern kingdom. The ones from the time of the split, Jeroboam at the time of the split to Ahab and then after Ahab until the captivity into Assyria. And what we see is that none of the kings of the northern kingdom did right in the eyes of God. It always says that they did evil in the eyes of God. Now, when you look at Ahab, Ahab was one of the worst. And there was one who was actually worse than Ahab, and that was Manasseh. But Ahab was one of the worst, as was his queen, Jezebel. Jezebel was conniving and evil. And what Jezebel had done is she had many of the prophets of God put to death. And then she took the prophets of, and priests of Baal and actually put them into places of power in the northern kingdom where the people would be pretty much forced to worship Baal. Now, what we see take place, starting in, in chapter 17, verse 1, is that a drought begins in <clears throat> Israel because of the people's idolatry, because of the people, the evil of the people, because Ahab was evil, Pretty much because of this idolatry, God causes a drought to take place. And now, after this drought had begun, what we see is several weeks to months after the drought began, now Elijah is going to face Ahab. And... He calls for the children of Israel and the priests of Baal to meet him on Mount Carmel. And there they were going to decide who was God and who would be worshipped. Now, once they are gathered together, this is where we see Elijah ask the people, in verse 21 again, he asked, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal be he, then go after him. Now, notice something right after that. After he asked that question, what does the people do? They don't answer him. Think about that. He asked this question, how long are you going to be up in the air on who to serve? Either serve God or serve Baal. And the people don't answer anything. They don't answer anything. 
But then think about the long history of Israel up to that point. You had God delivering them from Egypt with a mighty hand, with miracles. Then you had the time in the wilderness where God provided them manna from heaven. Then God gives them a land flowing with milk and honey. He, he protects them during the, the time of the judges. Yes, he would punish them when they would do wrong, but then he would deliver them when they would start to follow him. But you could always see God's hand in everything. And then, I want you to think about something. Ahab becomes king. It's only been 129 years since David had become king over a united kingdom. Remember, he served seven years over the tribe of Judah, and then after that seven years, he became king over a united Israel. But it had only been 129 years since that had took place. It had only been 96 years since David had died. So 96 years since David had died, 96 years since Solomon had been king. Yet the people of Israel couldn't decide who to worship. They couldn't decide who to worship. And if you think about it, by the time of this confrontation, it's only been roughly 140 years since David had become king, united. So this happens roughly, you know, about 10 years after Ahab had become king of the northern tribe. So the people knew about God. They knew about God. They knew about God's power. They knew about God's law. And if you think about something, God had not left them alone. He had continued to send prophets into the northern kingdom. So they knew about God. Yet when Elijah asked them, how long halt ye between two opinions, the people say nothing. Why? Why wouldn't they say anything? Think about it. At this moment, they're serving two masters, or they're trying to. They're torn. They're torn between serving the one true God or serving an idol. They were torn. And as a result of them not being able to decide between the two, they're waiting on the showdown to decide. They're waiting to see if God is going to answer Elijah or if Baal is going to answer his priests. They're waiting for the showdown. And then if you think about it, some probably even wanted to continue to worship both and mingle the worship of both. Sort of similar to 
Voodoo and Santierra, those two, two false religions. How they mingle the African tribal religions with, with Catholicism. But you can't mingle religion. You can't mingle the worship of two gods. Because in the end, you're only going to be worshiping one, even with the mingled religion. The people may have thought that they were worshiping Yahweh and worshiping Baal at the same time, but they wasn't. They were just worshiping Baal. Because God will not share his worship with anyone. <clears throat> just like how in Voodoo and Santiera they say that they're Christian and doing all that. They're not Christian doing all that. Because you can't serve God and these paganistic idols. You can only serve one. Mixed worship is nothing but idolatry and paganism, regardless of how you look at it. It's not the worship of God. It's nothing more than the worship of devils. And that was what was behind Baal. We see that in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 20. Paul tells the Corinthian church that behind every idol is a demon. And that's all they were worshiping was demons. You can't mix worship. You can only serve one master. And when Elijah asked them, you know, how long are you going to wait to decide? It shows their heart when they don't answer him. They basically wanted to see who was going to win the showdown. But we know what happens. Baal never answers his prophets. He never answers these priests. Why? Because he's a false god. He's nothing but a false god. Yet, Yahweh the one true God, answers Elijah. And he answers with fire. Fire falls from heaven. We, we know what happens. The, Elijah had rebuilt the offer. He dug a trench and he told him to continue to pour water over the, the offering. And God answers with fire from heaven and it consumes the altar, it consumes the water, and it consumes the sacrifice that Elijah had prepared. But then what happens? The people cry out. The Lord is God. The Lord is God. But they waited until they had proof. But what does that show? It shows their lack of faith. It shows that they were still torn on who to serve. It was only after they see God's power at work that they realize that Yahweh is God. And then it's at this moment that they realize that they really can't serve two masters. They can only serve one or the other. 
And this is just as Jesus tells us in Matthew. If you turn over to Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, what does Jesus tell us? He says that you can't serve two masters. You can only serve one or the other. You're going to love one or love the other. You can't serve both God and riches. And even though he is talking about materialism in this, it's the same thing. Because when people serve materialism, when they serve riches, they've just placed that up into the position of being an idol. It's no different than the people of Israel following Baal. They had placed Baal up into the position of being an idol, into a position of being God for them. The same is true with people in materialism. They do the same thing. Yet Jesus tells us you can't serve both. You can only serve one. Why? Because it's like the two CEOs. Only one can have control. The children of Israel, they can only truly serve one God. You couldn't serve two. You were either going to serve Yahweh or you were not going to serve Yahweh. You were going to serve a false God. And the same is true with us today. You can only serve Christ or you're going to serve something else. You can't serve both. Why? Because God wants to be number one in your life. We can't sit here and say we serve God and only giving 90% of us. We can't say we serve God fully serve God when we only give him 99% of us. He wants 100%. Only one can have control over us. Only one can have our worship. We can't have two masters because they conflict with each other, but they also contradict each other. Let's look at the contradiction. In Israel, what was the worship of Baal? The worship of Baal was lewd and evil. He was a fertility god. The worship of Baal involved orgies and fornication and all these lewd things that were taking place. The worship of Yahweh Orderly and according to his law. You couldn't serve both. Because the worship of one is holy, the worship of the other was evil. They contradicted each other. Likewise, they couldn't serve both during their daily walk. Because the daily things that God lays out in his law, orderly and holy, the things of Baal, lewd and evil. And the same is true today. All the idols that people place in their lives today contradict the word of God. 
But the sad thing is, is they might not even realize that they're worshiping these idols with the things they do or how they place them on the pedestals they place them on. But in the end, the service of these idols contradicts the service of God. The things in society contradict God's holy standard. We can only serve one or the other. We can't live a truly holy life while we serve the world. We can't live a truly holy life when we place the idols of worldliness before God. We must serve God with 100% of our being and place Him first in all things because we cannot live a holy life and serve evil at the same time. So Christians need to choose and always choose to serve God at all times. Let's stand for prayer. <clears throat> Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, just thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you've given us. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. And again, Lord, if there's any that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. Overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Steve.